Welcome to BIV Today. I'm Tyler Orton. Now, British Columbia could potentially enter step four of its reopening plan as early as September 7th. Step four of the plan would see offices reopening to full capacity once again after the pandemic. And it's bringing up questions about health safety and whether or not private businesses should consider mandating COVID vaccines for their workers as a condition of employment. Now, professional services firm KPMG has released a new survey examining Canadians' attitudes towards such a product, such a prospect. And with us today to lend insights on this topic, it is Norm Keith at KPMG Law. He specializes in labor and employment law. Norm, I want to thank you for joining us on the show today. Thanks, Tyler. Nice to be with you. So overall, you have this survey out. It's kind of informing us. How do Canadians feel about the prospect of mandatory COVID-19 vaccinations for employees? The KPMG survey recently released indicates that 62% of small and medium-sized businesses across Canada plan on actually implementing a mandatory COVID vaccine policy. So overall, it seems as if the majority are in favor of that. And we also had BC Provincial Health Officer, Dr. Bonnie Henry. She said recently that private businesses should maybe consult with their legal teams about mandating vaccinations as a condition of employment. From your perspective, um, is that practical for a lot of these small businesses, medium-sized businesses to implement? I think it's quite practical, and I think it's the practical and pragmatic interests of small and medium-sized business that's driving this type of response, Tyler, in the poll. In other words, businesses are, are frightened and worried about their survival. They're concerned about another lockdown, and um, they want to find a way through and then out of the pandemic. And the best information, the best scientific and medical data we're getting is that it's through a highly vaccinated workforce. But, you know, should some private businesses be concerned that maybe they could be opening themselves up to lawsuits or with regards to what we're hearing from different levels of government, they should kind of feel as if they have the all clear to do this. And if an employee is not going to comply, would they have, you know, kind of that, that recourse to terminate them? You've raised a number of important issues. Let me deal with them in in an order that um, might be the most helpful. Health and safety law, including in BC, mandates very high legal responsibilities, not only on employers, but also on workers. Under the internal responsibility system, the health and safety legislation requires workers to engage in work in a manner that's safe. And typically we think of following safety procedures, but it also includes not coming to work and transmitting COVID-19, a highly transmissible infectious disease. So there's a shared responsibility under health and safety law. And although employers are primarily the target of enforcement, workers have responsibilities too. So to achieve in most congregate workplaces where workers interact with each other and perhaps customers, patients, or the public, there is a strong legal basis and argument to say mandatory proof of vaccination is the best way to deal with the hazard or potential hazard of COVID in the workplace. So then 
assuming you've got that policy in place, what other elements or legal issues should an employer consider? There are clearly human rights exemptions for this type of a mandatory policy to some extent. So primary, primarily we're thinking about disability. So a person can't for medical or related medical reasons get the vaccine, the COVID vaccine, or in some narrow cases, perhaps even a sincerely held religious belief of getting vaccination. <clears throat> so if those conditions or exemptions exist, the employer's got to have a policy, in our opinion, to recognize them and then commit to doing their very best through collaboration with those workers in that situation of an exemption to find accommodation. The accommodation is not to create a new job or to necessarily create remote work if it's not possible, but those are options for accommodation. Third issue that's come up a lot in our conversations with employer clients is, well, what about privacy rights? Well, BC is one of the three provinces, only three provinces that have privacy laws, uh, but it doesn't specifically deal with vaccination information or data. But the best practice in our view is to obtain consent to collect vaccine data, to commit to securing it, making it only available for the employer for safety related and planning related issues, and then also committed to destroying that data when it's no longer relevant. So those are some of the key issues that flow from this idea of a mandatory proof of vaccination policy that at least 62% of our respondents in the KPMG poll are considering. So one of the interesting things is that Dr. Bonnie Henry said that uh, with regards to a order from the provincial health office is that the uh, response with regards to implementing vaccinations for long-term assisted living health workers in the coming months well, she consulted with the privacy commissioner and he told her that it was a reasonable response to the ongoing situation. Is that one of the key things, though, is that um, it's not as if uh, Bonnie Henry is asking these workers to, I don't know, like drink bleach or anything. It, it's more of kind of a reasonable response to the ongoing pandemic. You've raised a couple of key points just from a privacy and a contextual perspective. So. Obviously, long-term care homes in British Columbia and across Canada were the worst and hardest hit places, especially in wave one, for COVID negativity, for transmissibility, for fatalities. The data is very clear on that. And so that's the most vulnerable type of workplace, where it's not just workers, but it's vulnerable patients. So BC, like Ontario, like many jurisdictions across Canada, has been quite assertive in saying, to maintain a license to be a long-term care provider, you actually have to have a mandatory proof of vaccination policy for all your staff. And with some limited exemptions, human rights exemptions we've already discussed, um, unless there's proof of the exemption, you're going to have to have a choice. You're going to either get vaccinated to respect your coworkers and your, your patients and residents, or you're going to have an exemption and we'll do what we can to accommodate you, or you're going to have to rethink your career. So one of the things I, I, I was hearing from experts, you know, about a year, a year and a half ago about the prospect of mandatory vaccinations. And one of the things that they'd bring up is that what if there was kind of a, a reasonable alternative that could be offered? What if the employee said, well, 
instead of getting vaccinated, um, just because I don't want to get vaccinated, what if I wore a mask throughout the entire time that I was in the office? Or what if I ensured that there's social distancing? Um, but if an employer actually puts this mandate into effect, would the employee be able to kind of offer those alternatives as opposed to getting vaccinated? Those alternatives are interesting because there's really no duty certainly under human rights law, for an employer to accommodate a worker, in other words, give them an exemption from a mandatory COVID vaccine policy, unless they had a human rights prohibited ground of discrimination that they could attach that claim to. So unless there's a medical reason or perhaps a sincerely held religious belief, then there really isn't an obligation on an employer to respect that. That's the law. Practically speaking, employers may want to be thinking about keeping their workplace motivated and keeping a positive culture and giving some flexibility, even though they want the mandatory proof of vaccination policy to be their standard or their default. So I think consulting with employees, using the Joint Health and Safety Committee as a place to do that when they roll out their policy is a very, very sensible approach. Also, how do you keep key employees who perhaps without medical reasons or other exemption reasons just don't want to be vaccinated? Now, we know the vast majority of Canadians already have been double vaccinated and are pretty socially responsible, concerning about themselves or co-workers and family members. Um, But we get into the debate of individual rights versus group responsibility. And that not only is a legal issue that might come up in cases, but also a, a social and a philosophical and, although I'm not going to go there, a political issue. But just to wrap up this point, to answer your question, I think most employers will be somewhat understanding, but I think there's limits legally to the extent they need to go to be understanding. So it really bec- becomes a question of management style and culture if your workplace clearly It's a congregate workplace where workers working together or with patients or customers, et cetera, put each other at risk if they're not vaccinated. One of the things that I'm curious about, though, is uh, Ottawa recently revealed that vaccinations would be mandatory for federal workers as well as those in federally regulated industries. That's within, you know, uh, the federal government's domain. Um, Would provinces ever be able to kind of try to get private businesses, like it'd be a provincial mandate that private businesses would have to get vaccinations for their workers? Or is that just opening up just a, a big can of worms that could be very, very difficult to manage? It's it's an interesting issue. So the vast majority of Canadian workers, including those of British Columbia, are provincially rather than federally regulated. We only have about eight or nine percent of our employees, including federal civil servants, that are governed by federal law. Because provinces under the uh, Constitution Act of 1867 have primary responsibility over employment and labor. So the vast majority of workplaces in BC are going to be provincially regulated. The province could mandate mandatory vaccination in all workplaces, or at least all workplaces where people work in proximity to other individuals. That would likely be subject to a constitutional challenge. And that's really an issue beyond the scope of our survey, or really because it's not been tested beyond the scope of any lawyer to to guess about where that would go. But I think 
the focus really of that discussion and conversation is really one about workplace safety. So if we think about workplace safety and we think about the fact that workers as well as employers have responsibilities for safety in the workplace for themselves and for patients and patrons, um, the, the argument to say as an employee have a right to be working here, a right to be in close proximity to other people, I will take adequate but less effective steps than a vaccine, so masking or physical distancing, is to really let the employee manage or direct safety practice that fundamentally the employer is responsible for. So it's unlikely that employees are going to have a broad exemption. But I think because of that and because of the safety mandate on employers, it's unlikely that provinces will go as broad as the federal government says it's going to go in mandating all provincially workplaces in a particular province need to have that. It's also a little bit easier from a policy point of view to place that responsibility on the employer rather than have government take the lead. So one of the things that I'm curious about is the prospect of vaccine passports. Uh, the federal government will be deploying these in the fall. It's meant for international travelers, but they say to the provinces, yeah, well, they could po potentially be used for maybe domestic use if you need to show proof of vaccination into a private business. Um, do you anticipate any sort of pushback with regards to the prospect of vaccination passports here in Canada? Good question. That was one of the issues addressed in the KPMG survey, and the poll indicated that 84% of small and medium-sized business owners across Canada support a vaccine pass certificate or, if you prefer, passport. That's either to perform their work or to enter into and enjoy services, be it a sporting event, a concert, etc. That's a really high number in our view. It's... Um, it's the kind of indication that this is a, a reasonably acceptable and popular idea. And um, I, I think it's gonna be adopted from that type of consensus. And the, I guess the other issue is even if it's not mandated by law, I think it's already happening. Today, universities and colleges in Manitoba at the same time in unison announced back to classes in September, but you have to have proof of vaccination and all of our staff and teaching will do. And and the fact that it was a, a uniform um, answer or position they took is interesting because it shows there's, I think, a growing comfort, maybe even a growing consensus in many types of um, workplaces that this is the best option to get through and to get beyond the pandemic. And because there's that growing social momentum as indicated by the KPMG survey, I think it's gonna be maybe unnecessary for provinces to mandate it by law, having a passport, but it's gonna become the, the best practice, the most frequently and comfortable way that we're going to allow businesses and entertainment and sports venues to open up. But it's an interesting question. We don't have answers to it, but the poll is helpful because it, it indicates the sentiment out there in the small and medium business community. 
I feel as if I could probably pick your brain uh, for another 60 minutes or so, Norm. But uh, for now, I, I just want to thank you for joining us on the show because I'd love to talk to you more as we get deeper into the fall. And I think more of these issues are going to be surfacing amongst Canadians. I'd be uh, delighted to, to be your guest again. Um, and the, the other thing is this. There, there will be and may be appropriately be challenges from time to time to an employer's mandatory proof of vaccine policy. That's not necessarily a bad thing because there's going to be outliers or unusual fact situations and unusual cases. So I think employers, even if they want to move forward with this type of policy, as the KPMG survey said, 62% will, it, it should not be anticipated to be an easy cure-all or panacea, but it is a good step towards protecting workers, being respectful of workers for the exemptions, and to, to focus everyone really on the main goal, which is to keep people and workers safe and, and to allow business to, if not return to normal, then do something close to that. So hopefully in good faith, uh, constructive employers, union leaders, and workers can, uh, can agree to move you know, forward in a way and with standards and policies that's going to protect the majority of workers. I just think that everybody's ready for a little bit of flexibility here and uh, it goes across Canada, but uh, that is Norm Keith at KPMG Law. He specializes in employment and labor law. That is it for the show today. For now, you can go to BIV.com, more interviews and more stories right there. I just want to thank everyone for listening. I'm Tyler Orton.